It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. I have nothing really to say here. It was a, just a fairly standard day in February. It's an average Tuesday in February. Except for unbelievably warm, but I mean. That's true. Yeah. Seems like that's just the norm now here. Yeah, Plus 10, like, go for it. It's yeah. supposed to be almost double digits like right through this forecast with the exception of like one day. Yeah, it's 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 wild. It's been a crazy winter so far. Uh, today on the show, we're going to talk about Shauna's accent. I thought you were going to say Shauna's ass. I was like, I don't recall <laughs> talking, talking about that today, but okay. <laughs> um, high school cafeterias, bands with punctuation in their names. Is Generation Z lazy? Good um, clickbait. There's, did you like that? I like that. <laughs> You'll have to listen till the end to hear that. Um, Flip through 15 pages of ads first. Yeah. They've stopped the honking in Ottawa. We'll talk a bit about that. Mm-hmm. Funny video I saw. Quitting your job. Yeah. Hooking up at a house party. Oh. Another dad badge. Whoa. Let's go. The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. Uh, I have another dad badge. Oh, good. Please. It's been a while since we've had a dad badge. It's been a little while. A dad badge is just, by the way, a badge that we dedicate to dads. Think that dads do. Okay. It's like a like merit badges that you got in scouts or guides or whatever it's like this it all started from the backing of the boat trailer down a very sketchy boat ramp which is one of those amazing feats that if you do you earn a dad badge for that which i've never done i don't have a boat i have backed up a trailer before though Mm -hmm. so um so this will this one you earn when you develop your own specific way of loading the dishwasher oh yeah There are many ways to load a dishwasher. I don't know if there's necessarily a right or wrong way, according Mm -hmm. to the manufacturer, but guaranteed, dad's got his own way of doing it. He sure does. It's funny you mentioned this. I was over at a friend's place. He's not a dad, but he's a guy who has a very specific way of loading his dishwasher, and you don't even bother trying to do it yourself because he's just going to rearrange it all. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Even like when I go home to to my parents' house, my dad has such a specific way of doing it that I don't even bother. I just put it on the counter. You'll handle it. It's got to go a certain way. So you might as well kind of eliminate the extra step of him having to take it out and back in. And I think I've developed the optimal way of loading our dishwasher at our house. Okay. Got tall glasses on the outside of the top rack, Mm -hmm. short glasses on the inside, bowls opposite, Plates in descending order of size on the bottom, mm-hmm. larger items at the back, and cutlery evenly dis- dispersed throughout the cutlery caddy. That's the way that it should be done, and when it's not done, well, it depends on that how way your, I don't like it. your dishwasher is designed, but for you, yes, that's the optimal way. That's the dad badge that you get right there. That's right. The next dad will have his own way of doing it. Sure will. And you can earn this dad badge whether you're a dad or not, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're a man or not. Yep. If you have a specific way of loading the dishwasher. It's a dad badge. It's a dad badge. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I got chatting with some friends on the weekend about house parties. Mm-hmm. Did, did you oh, ever... Loved house parties. Did you ever hook up with somebody at a house party? Yes. So thinking <laughs> yeah, back to that... Isn't that why most people went to house parties? It's kind of gross to think What's about. That? Like, do you ever think about that? Especially if it was like just a an acquaintance's house that you were at and you go and hook up in some random bedroom. Like, I don't know why thinking of the concept of that now is kind of a little bit gross. Like, you don't know what happened in those bedrooms. Like, were the sheets washed? Were the, was the bedding on the top Uh, even washed? Was, uh, was any, like, yeah, that's what I mean. um, Hmm. I mean, those parties were pretty wild when we were younger, so... Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, we didn't really think about those things growing up either. That's not what came to mind, obviously. (laughs) It's funny, though. I remember a couple of my friends hooked up in at my house party when I had one and they did it in my parents' bedroom 
And I was so mad because that was my one rule was parents' room is off limits. Like, yeah. don't go into the parents' bedroom and do it. And they were two of my closest friends and admitted to me later that that's what they'd done. And I was so mad about the whole thing. It's also, I think, just a weird thing to do. That's what I mean. The like, whole- oh, yeah, we'll go plunk where their parents plunk. That'll be hot. You're no. right. I know. No. Well, that's what I was like. I don't know. Did They felt like they were they conquered the... The dragon by doing that? Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, she told us not to, so let's do it in the parents' bedroom. That's gross. That's, That's gross. That's my parents. That is, yeah. Oh. That's where Bill and Andrea Jefferson make love. Yeah, you want to so. go plunk where they plunked? Is that what, it makes you, oh, my God, the whole concept of that is so disturbing. Yeah, super gross. Come to think about it, though, I also don't recall washing the bedding after that. Oh, my that. God, Shauna. Like. Your poor parents. I must have. Give you everything. But I. Like, I don't remember. That is horrifying. That is horrifying. Oh, my. Yeah, that's why. Here's a tip for you. If and when house parties come back, uh, the mechanical room. No one ever checks in the mechanical room. No one ever checks where the furnace is, right? You're looking to sneak off? Furnace room. Furnace the hot water heater. Against the furnace. Yeah, sometimes there's a deep freeze in there. That's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've never... The, the laundry room like, is another one that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Laundry room. For, yeah, okay. Sometimes it's the same room. Not the then parents' you're really bedroom. They got a wash okay. basin in there. Oh, well, yeah. You're laughing, brother. You've got a whole, got a roller coaster of rides. <laughs> sometimes there's cat litter in there, too, which is too bad. That's but. always, oh, that's a ruiner. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, yesterday you told us that we've all been saying Beijing wrong. Well, I learned the same thing uh, just from watching some Olympic coverage. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to say the real it's, word. But I was watching that, and all of a sudden, everybody was saying Beijing. And I was like, oh, is that how J you sound. say it? And I looked into it, and sure as hell, Beijing with a hard J is how you're supposed to say it. And I'd, I've been saying it wrong my whole life. I've always said Beijing. Yep, me so, too. And here's the thing. I will probably continue to say it wrong. And me too. So I don't sound pretentious. That's honestly how I felt. To say. That's like a friend of the show Chris messaged this morning and said that apparently we've all been saying Kiev wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's the other one that I learned recently. It's Kiev. Yes. And I I remember seeing a news, I don't know if it was last week, and there was a news report on on Kiev, and they were saying it that way. And I was like, oh, I've not been saying that right. Again, going to continue to say Kiev so that I don't sound like I'm up my own ass, right? Which is funny because... Especially where I'm from. I know. Like, I can't be that guy. That's true, you can't. Not (laughs) not in the bowels of Saskatchewan, (laughs) no. Can't be walking around thinking you're fancy with all your proper pronunciations. Like, you can't be a proper pronunciation snob. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, actually, it's Beijing, not Beijing. (laughs) No, no, it's charcuterie. Okay. What was the word charcuterie? Charcuterie, yeah. No, it's (laughs) charcuterie. Yes, I'll have the brrrra, please. No, no, it's... It's caramel, not caramel. Where did you learn your words from, the caveman? <laughs> yes. Well, if you want the best patin, you simply must go to Montreal. <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's acai berries. You really put a stink on the e. A friend of mine was telling me he's quitting his job tomorrow. He got another opportunity and he's he's gone. I was thinking about that. Have you ever quit a job? Oh, yeah. And how did it go? 
Yeah, like I've, I've quit every job I've had other than this one. Right, I suppose so. <laughs> I suppose you'd have to. This is the only job I haven't quit yet. It's so. funny because when I think of quitting, I think like because of bad reasons. But okay. of course, no, it's for better opportunities. It makes perfect sense. That's still quitting. Did, did it always go well? Uh, yes, except for one time. Um, but other than that, no, I've always quit on good terms. And it's always been for a better opportunity and the people... I was working for generally understood that which is awesome because I've heard some pretty terrible experiences where the boss is flipping out when you try and quit or like telling you shouldn't quit and I was thinking I was like that seems so odd to me like I even I had a boss once who when I showed up to quit and I got a better opportunity he was trying to convince me that I shouldn't go and that where I was going was a worse opportunity for me Mm -hmm. that it was a bad idea and none of that was true and he completely basically lied to try and convince me to stay and you knew it wasn't true and i knew it wasn't true it was it was very obviously not true it was a much bigger opportunity in a bigger market more money it was a, for a radio gig and then the national manager of that company found out what he'd said to me and told him to phone me and apologize and he did really so i then got this random call from the boss later and said look what i'd said was out of line and it actually wasn't true and i apologize for that that's good the higher ups had your back which was crazy (laughs) i I remember getting that call and i was like are you kidding me but he the national manager yeah he was furious because he said you can't lie to people like and i always find that very strange because i've heard a few people say things like that where the bosses get really upset when you leave and it's like if you're going for a better opportunity wouldn't you Want that for your employees? Yeah. No, the most I've ever had is like, are you sure we can't convince you to stay? Yeah. It's like, no, this is kind of what I want to do. And they're like, all right, good for you. Yes. And of course, that's a great question to ask. And that doesn't mean that you're, you know, peer pressuring into staying. It's just you're you're going to ask that as the boss if you do value that employee. But it's a lot different than being like, oh, no, that that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Why would you do that? And I get it from the, the, like the boss's perspective and the company's perspective, too, because you don't want to lose a good employee. But you can't be mad at somebody for... No. For for moving up in their life, right? For yeah. advancing their career. One time I quit a job and it I was going to do something else, but I also wasn't happy at the job. And I think they knew that. And they did an exit interview with me. Oh, yeah. And I let them have it. Yeah. Like I told them exactly what I thought of the company and the people that worked there. And I wasn't like a jerk about it, but I just said, this isn't a good place and it's got tons of problems. Yep. And they were so defensive. They were like, well, no, that's not true. I was like... Well, okay, go to like, the exit interview yeah, if you don't want to hear the take truth. Take it or leave it. Like, yeah. I'm not here anymore. You asked me the question, and I gave you an honest answer. So yeah. That is an interesting... I've never done an exit interview like that, like, but... That's probably why this place has problems, because rather than reflecting on this information that I'm giving you... You're denying you're it. You're denying it. You so. jerk! VNS in 20 minutes or less. Okay, this video came up in my feed, and uh, what's the dude's name? I had it. Kent something or other? Oh, man, I just lost it. But he, uh, he's the world's fastest clapper. Okay. And uh, I guess... That's an odd... I guess it's quite a few... It's quite an old video because many people said like they remembered seeing this when they were younger, but he can clap something like 751 times in a minute or whatever. How do you... It's it's such a fun, funny video because he's wearing like... He's got a cut off shirt on because he's got got to let the arms really move, right? Oh, of course, yeah. And he starts with a warm up where he's just kind of... Yeah. Just taking it for a walk right here. Yep. And then he starts... Ripping some of these triplets. And then he really goes for it. Now we're going to go for... Feeling pretty good. I think we'll go for 14 claps per second. 14 claps per second. What? One more gear. 
What does this guy do for a living? <laughs> this? I, guess, I don't know. He has the time to... <laughs> I honestly don't know. How do you decide that is what you're going to put all your time and energy into? Is look. He's got this like technique where it kind of goes from one side to the other. Oh, so yeah. It's mm-hmm. not just like straight clapping. Oh, good. Yeah. It's like one. So he's developed but... a technique for it as well. And <laughs> You're right. Like it would take a lot of practice to get that good. At it. And then what? And I've got to be honest, like it's it's not like it's a real cool party trick. Like I suppose if you bust that out when people are having some drinks, they'd be semi-impressed. But like of all the things you could pick, that's what you went for. Hey, guys. Hey, let me show you how fast I can clap. Like, honestly? That's all I can think about, Trana. And it's like, he I don't know, maybe I'm reading his tone in the video wrong, but he seems like a, maybe a little bit arrogant about it, too. It's like, yeah. All right, man. I get that like, vibe, too. <laughs> oh, no. No, you should see yeah, how right. fast I can clap. Okay, like. Do you think he just, like, puts himself in situations where applause will be given? Just, just so we can bust it, it out because he's like, man, I worked pretty hard on this and I'm not getting a lot of mileage out of it. Oh, my God. I I hope so, because otherwise, honestly, sir, what have you done with your life? <laughs> like, really? I know. Like, it's impressive. But then you're just like, why? Like, does why? He... And then what? Like First dates, he's like, let me show you what I can do. <laughs> so what kind of things are you into? Clapping. Well... Clapping funny, real fast. Funny you should ask. Real fast. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Okay, I found the guy's name. It was Kent Toast French. Toast is his nickname. Oh, okay. He's Kent French. Uh, here's the thing, though. He's not the world's fastest clapper anymore. Oh, wow. He's been beat by a young fella named Brian Bednarik. Here's Brian Bednarik clapping. Oh, listen to him go. Wow. Is there a competition for this? or? Yeah. Yeah, he's the new Guinness World Record holder. Okay. He beat it by quite a bit, too. Wow. Um, Good you know for what, you. You know what's even less useful than being the world's fastest clapper? Being the world's second fastest clapper. It's true. Poor Kent French. Now, now when he goes on a date, Sean, is he like, well, I was the second fastest clapper in the world. That's how depressed is he? And after that, everything went to shit. I thought you were going to say, you know what's more useless than the world's fastest clapper is the world's fastest fapper, which I was like, that can't be a thing, right? Like, that's I don't think Guinness is logging that There'd record. be no way of judging that, and that one would not be a party trip. <laughs> the top comment of this video was, imagine if you heard this in the hotel next to you. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like that's what? What, that was kind of where my mind went with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but... Honestly. VNS in 20 minutes or less. You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. The VNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. So a judge in Ottawa, I'm sure you've seen this, has granted an injunction to silence the truck horns in Ottawa for the next 10 days. For 10 days, and then they'll revisit it at that point. Yes. I... Honestly, I can't believe that the honking has gone on as long for as long as it has. Like, and I say this as somebody who has opposed vaccine mandates all along, but like the honking is ignorant. I just, those poor residents who live in downtown Ottawa who have now dealt with nonstop truck horns honking for the past eleven days straight, and it's not just like intermittent honking; it is it's consistent steady. and steady it's honks. Steady. For 11 straight days. Like, what if you have a baby and you're trying to... 
You'd put be, it to sleep. You crazy. can't. Even, like, I don't like even for the protesters, even for the people who are there in support of the convoy. Like that has to wear on you after that long. Like subjecting what, somebody to eleven straight days of of truck horns sounds like a form of torture you'd experience at Guantanamo Bay. I like, agree. It sounds agree. like something they would do. Okay, they'd leave the lights on and they'd put those horns in the background for that long and just let you go. And I'm surprised that there was no like mechanism in bylaw to. To handle that, like we had to go to an injunction. Yeah, I, I guess I don't understand the law very well, but it seems like they should have been able to stop the honking You'd think a long so, time ago. Nope, nope. Uh, no. But here we are. Okay, uh, and I was thinking, like maybe we should should we eulogize the the truck horns? I mean, they probably should. I know it's as, temporary for ten days, but I mean, as, as Ottawa finally gets some peace and quiet, a little bit of peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah. Please say a few words about the uh, the end of the truck horns. Okay. There, huh? we are gathered here today to remember the incessant honking of truck horns that has been heard throughout downtown Ottawa for the past 11 days. There were big horns and little horns, air horns and fake train horns, deep horns and stupid dinky horns. It was a symphony of horns, a horn philharmonic, a horn orchestra performing a horn concerto. These horns have been echoing off the walls and ringing down the streets. And to be honest, I didn't even know horns could last this long. These horns have got to work out unlike anything we've ever experienced before. Alas, they now will have to cease to horn. And well, I can't say they're going to be missed. Dash to dash, with the horns we mourn. Eckler, do you have a musical review for us? What's the point? <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Sean, I think a lot of people have the wrong idea about the younger generation. I guess it'd be Gen Z, because you and I are millennials. Yeah. Gen Z is, I think, typically considered to be people born between 96, 97, and like 2012. I feel like anybody older always has the wrong impression about the younger generation, though. It just seems to be what you do. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, But this, so this past weekend, we went out for dinner with some friends, and our our babysitter came to watch the boys. Her name's Haley. Mm -hmm. She's 18 or 19. Um, But she had come straight from working her other job. She had a full day at her other job, came to watch our kids, and then... uh, I was just talking to her. I was like, oh, how was work? Whatever. And she she mentioned that she had to work at 7 a.m. the next day, too. Hustling. On Sunday. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, oh, crap. Okay, well, we won't stay out late then because if you got to get up early. Yeah. Uh, she's like, well, no, usually I just put the boys to bed and then I'll nap on the couch for a bit. And I was like, wow, like that's like it's that our friends picked us up and went for dinner and they said the same thing. They have a babysitter that's only available on certain days because she's also working another job, right. a young girl. And I was like, okay, so yeah, like every... I've heard them called lazy before, but there are plenty of examples of like very hardworking younger people. There's two of them right there. Yeah. Although I suppose maybe if you're a babysitter or somebody who is motivated that way, like I remember when I used to babysit, I had a full time or not full time, but I had a job as well. Yeah. It was just an, another way to make some cash. But yeah, no, that's awesome. And Haley said she's like she's saving to to pay off her student loans. Oh, that's great. So like good for her. Not even just frivolous spending money, but working towards something as well. So that's I was awesome. like, yeah, there are hustlers in that generation for sure. Like, yeah. And you're right. I think every generation looks at the next generation and like, oh, they're lazy, they're entitled, but. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look, no, I think if there's money to be made, there's always somebody who's willing to hustle to make that Hell money. Yeah, VNS in twenty minutes or less. I was listening to Portugal the Man yesterday and mm-hmm. got thinking about bands with punctuation in their name. Yeah, there's a lot of bands with punctuation in their name. As I got thinking about it, I was like, this is interesting. Now, Portugal the Man's a weird one because it's Portugal dot the Man. Yeah, it's. I would say it's really stupid, despite the fact that I like some of the band's music. Yeah, the, that period there pisses me off. You ever tried to read an article about that band? Well. You f- you feel like you're losing your mind. Yeah, 
Portugal. Because it's like in the 2006, man. Portugal. The man went on tour, and it's like... Pfft. Yeah, you, your brain gets very confused by it. I'm not quite sure why they did it. I don't know why. I was going to read into it and try and figure out if there was a reasoning as to why that, that dot th- was there. I thought it had to do with them wanting to like distinguish themselves from the country. Right, but, but still... But it still would have worked if it was just Portugal, the man. It's like, really, why would you do that? But then I was like, I was, I was like, could we do either a top five, or can we talk about the GOAT of punctuation bands, the okay. greatest of all time when it comes to bands with punctuation? Well, yeah, rattle some off here. What do you got? Well, first of all, I'm, I was thinking one of the more basic is R.E.M. Because they have the dots there? They just have the dots mm-hmm. in between. So there's there's punctuation in that band, very true. well-known band. Very so true. That I one, didn't think of that. Uh, against Me with an exclamation mark at the end. Yep. That's one of my, I would put that in the in the mix as one of my favorites. Same with Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco is a really good one as well. Would uh, you count Kesha with the dollar sign? I is, is the dollar sign punctuation? I. That's a good question. Is it considered punctuation? I don't know. Is the, it's a symbol. It's not really punctuation, that's so true. it might not count. I mean, Blink One Eighty Two. There's a, there used to be a dash, wasn't there, in the middle of that? And I was like, would that be a thing, or was that just that, the dash would be punctuation? Sure? I, I suppose so. Is the dash not there anymore? Uh, no, but, you're right. Yeah, it's stylized all lowercase with the dash, so the dash would count. Okay, there's another dash band, the All American Rejects. Do you remember them? Is it All American? All Dash American. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, toss that in the mix as well. One of my favorites. I really like this band too, but they got a dumb name. Um, but Trail of Dead's full name is dot dot dot, and you will know us by the Trail of Dead. Mm-hmm. That's the band's full name. So it has the ellipses. Okay. And then basically a sentence. Dumb band name. Good band. Yeah. Good band. Trail of Dead would have been a cooler name. That would have been better as well. What about Wham? Wham. Wham. Perhaps that one just because of how you say it should be in the mix. I think I know what wins, though. I think I know what the code would be. Hmm. ACDC. AC slash DC. AC slash DC. If you're talking to Terry, there's no question. Terry would that just. That is the goat of. He's screaming at his car radio <laughs> right now. Oh, AC DC off me. like, come on. You idiots. I'm going to start calling so them AC stupid. slash DC just to piss Terry oh, off. Oh, you should. Tech, yeah, you should. Okay. that AC slash DC? Do you like that band or? BNS in 20 minutes or less. I was looking through some old Facebook photos yesterday and came across a couple from our high school calf. And so I used to... The cafeteria? The cafeteria. I used to buy two chocolate chip cookies and a chocolate milk for breakfast a lot of mornings, which is a great, healthy start to your day. Uh, and the cookies were unbelievable. I totally forgot about how damn good the cookies from the calf were. Were they made fresh there? They were made fresh. They were always hot. I don't know how. I don't know if they were always kept a little heat like underneath them or whatever, but you'd pick them out of there and they'd be melting chocolate chips and they were so oh. damn delicious. You know... I always talk a lot of crap about Brampton, Ontario and my high school, Brampton Centennial, but I will give them the delicious cookies. Was Was the cafeteria portable? The the, the calf was the one thing in the old main building, okay? But we had to split our lunch hours because there were way too many people to fit into the tiny little calf area. So we had lunch starting at 9 a.m. right till 2 p.m. So you got a selection of one of those slots. That 2 p.m. lunch, your blood sugar would be so down. I'm not lying. It was actually a thing. They had to divide it into three or four different periods, I forget, because there were just too many people. But they're cookies, let me tell you. Did you buy lunch at the calf too? Yeah, we used to buy a lot of lunch. They had one other thing that was really good, and it was the panzerotti, as they called them. It was basically a giant calzone. I think it was made out of a medium pizza. That's how massive this damn thing was. 
completely unhealthy for you, filled with cheese and pepperoni, <laughs> and then deep fried and dripping with grease. But damn, was that good as well. So I, uh, I'll give them that too. I don't know if I ever bought Lunchmark Cafeteria. Wow. I'd, like, my parents weren't paying for that. That's fair. And uh, well, I, I it worked, also wasn't so I, as... It was my money that I was using for it because my mom, was she gave up on trying to make me any sort of lunch and yeah, I, I couldn't get I home. Yeah, I took a lunch every single day until oh, I was that's... old enough to drive home and eat lunch myself. Amazing. Good um, for you. The one thing I did buy, though, is that we, instead of cookies, on Wednesdays we'd have Texas-sized donuts. Oh yeah. Texas Donut Day was a good day. Oh, that's I think it was great. a buck twenty five or something to get this huge ass donut. Our calf also sold the giant cans of Jolt Cola. Yep. I think ours did too. Just that's a, no longer a thing. No, they're not selling that in schools anymore, I don't think. This nope. was a different time. In fact, most you, schools don't even have junk food anymore. Like I no. don't even know if they offer up cookies anymore. And that Panzerati thing. Oh. Or vending machines? Ooh wee. Do they There's even all, have vending machines, or is it all healthy snacks now? been a long time since I've been in a high school cafeteria, but... Wow, that's insane to yeah. think about. Let me tell you, um, never eat a burger from Brandon's and Daniel, however, okay? Those things did not go well with no. anything. No, if you ingested one of those, it was almost a running joke that you'd you'd be careful and better stick close to the washroom. Well, that's, that's good to know. I was going to have one. Yeah. Are they on Skip the Dishes? Going to be dropping by there <laughs> next week. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was talking to a friend of mine recently and she was mentioning she'd been listening to our show nice. and she said, she's like, well, you and Shauna are both from Saskatchewan, right? And I was like, no, Shauna's like, I'm from Saskatchewan. Shauna is from Brampton, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, Shauna worked in Saskatchewan briefly, but she's originally from the Ontario area or the Toronto area. And my friend was certain you were from Saskatchewan because she says you sound exactly like her husband's family. She says you talk just like the women in her husband's family. Interesting. And they are from uh, a little town between Regina and Saskatoon called Dundurn. From Dundurn, Saskatchewan. Dundurn. I guess you have a Dundurn accent. I got a Dundurn accent. Yeah. Is it because I jokingly punch my R's all the time? Dundurn has a hard R. Do they do they punch that R? I don't. The R's aren't big in Saskatchewan. Mm, the R's are no. big on the East Coast, or right? the A's. Like that's because I'm from Brampton, so I'll always like Brampton. Brampton I'll really punch yeah. that that A, you know, for fun. Interesting. Yeah, got a fun. Dundurn, <laughs> Dundurn accent. Sean's from Dundurn. From Dundurn. Hey, she's from Dundurn. From Dundurn, Saskatchewan. <laughs> I seen her out in Dunnern. So congratulations on your Sasky you. accent, Shauna. It's, okay, a, it's a beautiful t- thing. I'm honored, sure. actually. Thank you for that. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. Until January 15th, enter to have House of Cars wipe out your debt for free. No strings attached. Visit houseofcarscalgary.com. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.